0: 6104.9.com.au for all the latest news and information now. 360 with Katie Wolf. Everyone is listening. Mix 104.9, 100% NT. It's 15 minutes away from 10 o'clock and it is Tuesday morning. Time for me to catch up with the Lord Mayor of Darwin, Convats Good morning, Con.
1: Is it Tuesday already?
0: It's Tuesday God. already. And, Time uh,
1: flies when you have
0: fun. Oh, sure it does. And I tell you what, it's going to be a big day today for all of our parliamentarians. Um, <laughs> lots of stuff floating around. Uh, yes,
1: Con- I hear and I read it in the newspaper, Kate, and mm. um, one thing I have to say about that is... Uh, be a parliamentarian is a very important position. Now you have parliament, you got privilege. And you can say anything you like in parliament. Nobody can do anything about it. But at the same time, it's a great responsibility. If you say something that may destroy somebody's reputation or family, you have to remember that one. But again, as a parliamentarian, if you see something wrong, you have to bring it up to the attention of the government. But if you see something illegal, you have to bring it to the attention of the police. So there are no ifs and buts there. But what I hear and what I read, not only now, but previous governments, I remember with CLP, Kate, the Claire Henderson, the Martin Henderson governments were really boring. Nothing like that happened, nothing came out. Mind you, both. Claire and Paul will eviscerate you if something like that came out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was very pleased we were boring.
0: Well, I agree. I think it's a good thing for our, uh, our politicians to be quite boring, if I'm honest. Um, Con, let's talk firstly. I want to ask you about uh, that nightcliff mahogany tree. How did it go, that removal over the uh, the end of last week?
1: I was there Friday morning when the people turned up to remove it. It was very professional. I would say surgical operation. Yep. The people knew what they were doing. But what really worried me when some people came to us and said, guys we hear some cracking noise from the trees which is not a very good sign uh, because it was a really big tree and the branches were huge if they fell off they would destroy property but most importantly you've got the nightcliff markets there the last thing you need is one of these branches coming down in the middle of the markets because it will not be one or two people killed it will be many and we had already a child dead in i think saint mary's school and we had one in the council's uh, um golf course mm. and we learn our lesson so we got our a, a local arborist our own arborist who examined it said it's extremely high risk and then to get a second opinion we got somebody from down south and some equipment and the advice was the same so we decided to remove it we removed this huge uh, branches. Some of them actually are so good, we're going to mill them and store them now in the um, depot and eventually we will make furniture that we will put in the nightcliff area. That's a nice in idea. Area. And now we're looking for a good sculptor with a good chainsaw to actually sculpt something on the trunk, ah. rather than waste it. Let's do something there and yep. have something as a memorial to the tree, because I remember the tree being so big when I first came to Darwin 30 yeah. years ago. And of course... The other thing is now we have to plant some more trees, shady trees, and put some, say, to cover the yep. area because it's quite open. Um I know no, trees are very important. I just finished planting 11,000 trees, but they are living things. Yeah. They born, grow, die. And I don't want when they die to take somebody else with them. So, in important thing was the safety of the public. I can plant other trees that can grow very quickly.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I do think that you've got to make sure that the, uh, the public is safe. There is no doubt about that. Um, Con, I do want to ask you, uh, yesterday uh, on the show, we were joined by Larrakia Nation and we spoke about some of the issues that we've got at the moment with uh, there being a lot of people coming in from, from different communities and there being a little bit more of that public intoxication in the city. Is this something that's an issue for council at the moment?
1: Absolutely. Uh, people come from the communities, first of all, because they are loaded with money. With this money given to them by the welfare And the federal government because of COVID-19 There's no way to spend in their communities Because there's no entertainment, nothing at all So they come here a lot with money And they go to the, into, the, into the alcohol Now, my worry is We've got all these measures in place BDR, uh, you know, the floor price And these people still get alcohol now, I was talking to one of my fellow mayors in Mataranka, uh, Judy McFarlane, said yep. to me, when COVID came, the Liquor Commission made a decision. If you don't live in the area, you can't take get takeaway. And from 101 incidents last, the month before, only all of them alcohol-related, the incident that the clinic attended the month after was only three, and none of them alcohol attended. So alcohol is the big problem, not only in Darwin, but other places. That's an idea that the government should consider. If you're not from Darwin, you can't get takeaway. You can go to the restaurant, you can go to the pub and drink, but you can't take takeaway. I reckon this one might reduce the number of of people intoxicated people yep. they come here you don't see them in the mall because our patrols and our outreach program works really well but they're hiding in Karina Costa reserve and East Point
0: con is it something I mean is it um, is it something that takes up council resources in terms of you know we do see a lot of bottles and things like that um, obviously around the place and it has an impact do we is it something that um, that council spends quite a substantial amount of money on
1: absolutely Kate uh, we've got the outreach program people the two of our radio uh, they're indigenous. They go out six o'clock in the morning and they go around to check all the people that sleep rough and they advise them and send them to the doctor. Then we pay for the patrol, the city patrol, quite a significant amount of money per, per year. And then, of course, we've got the people that go to clean areas where there's rubbish or overgrown so people don't hide underneath. So we I reckon we spend about three to four million dollars a year just for the itinerants, which significant amount of money. And my beef is three to four the million police? dollars a year absolutely where's the police so that's Where on security and
0: cleanup
1: clean up, security patrols outreach people everything else but the, the issue is that it can be done it was done before we found out from experience that food patrols by the police in the hot spots it reduces immediately the problem um but unfortunately we haven't seen it i mean the police station here in dow is still closed we have to go to Palmerston. I mean people calling for it, but obviously somebody's not listening. Is
0: it something that you want reopened?
1: Mate, I've been asking for that one for a long time. I'd be asking for foot patrols in the city. I can't see why it's so difficult when previous commissioners did it. Um I mean, if the, if the police got problems with... I mean, surely though, with, with
0: Commissioner Chalker must have a big juggle on his hands at the moment in terms of COVID. I don't envy COVID him at and, all. Yeah. I
1: don't envy him at all. He has to, be, to, to, to deal with the COVID-19, and that takes a lot of resources. Uh, but at the same time, I understand police need more people. I was pleased to, hear, to listen to the chief minister say they're going to get three more groups of policemen coming out. It's music to my ears. But what I need, I don't need people in the offices I need people on the streets in every territory and if you ask them they say where's the police
0: Con can I ask um, I, oh, let's move along slightly because I do want to talk to you about the bombing of Darwin event that's being held on Friday I know that it is such a significant event and such a significant memorial in our history what's happening on Friday?
1: celebrating commemorating remembering 79 years from the day that the war came to australia Um, (laughs) i came from another country didn't know anything about it and it's justifiable we're not taught in history darwin's too far away from from where i grew up in greece but you've got australians they have no idea about the moment of darwin simply because it was not taught in the history it was hidden by the public until recently and i believe that it has to be taught in history it has to become a national day of commemoration rather than just in darwin this is something that Affected Australia it changed the view of Australia in the shape in, in, in the sphere of Asia we're not an island that nobody can invade we're actually an island that we can invade even with the technology of 80 years ago you can imagine today what can happen so Darwin is the front line of defense for Australia what happened to Darwin has to be remembered and lessons learned from what we didn't do right that time and make sure we don't make the same mistakes.
0: Um, con there's a message here. There's uh, one that's just come through and it says, I'm cruising Mindle Beach and Darwin High down to the sailing club. Plenty of empty wine casks littered around the place. Um, I know that this is something that we hear quite regularly.
1: Yes, and this is something the council cleans all mm-hmm. the time. That's where the money goes because I have to deploy people uh, to clean up the mess that other people leave. What really, really angers me is... People from other places come here. Don't respect the place where they are. This is Latakia country. This is not your country. Why do you leave the rubbish behind? But at the same time, these people are beyond saving. Um, the only thing they care is about the daily fix of alcohol and what argues me too is the people that provide them with secondary supply. I think the police should throw the I book think, at them yeah, that's and the I think they should that, get some really tough measures. That's even the part that makes
0: me really cross is that people are then obviously you know on selling this alcohol to people who are already in a very vulnerable situation which I just think's terrible Kate,
1: I know sometimes people are confused they actually say well the council is not doing that one because simply we can't do it uh, we, we're not the police, we can't pour alcohol out, we can't arrest people, we can imprison people but we are patrolling out there i've seen my seven o'clock in the morning i've been out and i see see, our outreach program people are out there talking to itinerants direct them to services but this is only a little bit we can do if we are going to stop the problem we have to actually get a heavy hand approach to both suppliers and drinkers
0: Convat Scarless, we are going to have to leave it there always good to speak with you thanks so much for coming in this morning
1: it is my pleasure kate
0: thank you